Hey everybody, Adam Stott here. Thanks for checking out my podcast, Business Grow Secrets. You're absolutely in the right place. This podcast is going to reveal to you all of the secrets that you've been looking to discover that can allow you to cure your cash flow problems, attain more clients, bring in more leads for your business, and create systems and processes that give you the growth that you want. You are going to discover the business growth secrets you have been looking for that I've used to sell over £50 million worth of products and services on social media and help clients everywhere to grow their businesses on the mark. So let's get started on the Business Growth Secrets Podcast. So first of all, Remy's asked a question about LinkedIn articles. So I'm just going to tell you, you know, some benefits about obviously those LinkedIn articles. The benefit of the LinkedIn articles is when you publish an article on LinkedIn, you do get a tremendous amount of people that are actually reading those articles and it gets some real traction. You can get some real reach. So if you're a good writer and you're actually good at writing content, publishing articles on LinkedIn is a really good way to increase your following, to get engagement, and to start to push people, uh, push people towards your products, your services, whatever it is that you want to do. One of the things I would say, it's like anything, it doesn't matter if it's a LinkedIn article or a blog, any type of writing you do, every single person watching right now has been in this position, right, where they've looked at something, maybe they've looked at it on Google, maybe they're going to looking for some advice, and they're trying to understand something, you know, it doesn't matter what it is, they're trying to understand about legals, maybe about business. It could be anything, something about something personal. And you start reading this article and you find yourself reading it, getting engrossed in it, and then it's giving you some direction. And then at the end of it, you've either got the opportunity to go and visit their website, you've got the opportunity to look at one of their products. And it's a, you can't overlook the written word. In fact, I've actually spent the last two days doing copywriting for our new website. Our new website's about to launch. And I spoke to Chris and... We did some copywriting and, and he pretty much put it on me and said, Adam, you should do the copy. You're, you're really good at copywriting. Oh, don't make it, like, please don't make me do it. Just do it. You know, because sometimes you can sit down. But actually, once I started doing it, I actually forgot how much I love doing it. And actually coming up with that intelligent copy and following that process is really, really good. I'll give you a few different tips. You want to you wanna be using things like numbers and steps and bullet points in between what you're writing. Nobody wants to read just continual copy for hours. They want it either stepped out, they want it bullet pointed, bullet pointed out so they've got breaks and they can digest the information. So you want to get that done in your copywriting. You want to use the um, the interrupt for the um, the headline so you actually interrupt and people take attention. You've got a catchy headline. You want to talk about what people can achieve, what they can avoid. You want to have that call to action. So you want to do all those copywriting things we've discussed before. But with LinkedIn, you want to provide some value and you want to make sure that whatever you're writing educates the audience and actually gives them some value, but also expresses the problems that people have so they can look to your products or service as a solution. In terms of whether you want to do long or short, you will find that people will read a short article, people will read a long article. It just depends on how engaging it is. For me, as long as you step the process out, it doesn't really matter how long it is. If it's seven steps, people can digest seven steps. If it's the 187 steps to write in a will, no one's going to read it. Right? So we just need to be conscious of 
how we're laying the content out rather than whether it's actually short or whether whether it's long. The last thing I would say, Remy, is is test both. Try some short articles. Look at the amount of viewers. Look at the amount of people reading your articles. I remember that we did some articles for Mark Birchill on his LinkedIn. Mark provided some LinkedIn copy. Like some of them went to like eighty thousand people. I think was numbers like crazy. You know, people are thirsty for knowledge on LinkedIn. They're thirsty for professional services. Make sure that you go out there, you educate, you show your value. And you step it out and you will find that your articles have some great impact. Then I hope that's really useful for you uh, tonight, Remy. Um, Okay. So the next question I've got is, should I connect my Facebook page to my Facebook group and what the benefits? This is the thing. Is my, my Facebook page, Adam Stott, is connected to the group. And obviously, I'm the host of the group. And at some point, uh, you would have seen that. And many of you might have gone and uh, looked to my page and followed my page. I'm sure you have. Um, you haven't already, go and do it, <laughs> you know, pretty simply. Um, we put different content on there. Look at the Facebook stories. We've got a lot of stuff going on the stories there as well, which come through Instagram, which are pretty cool. I think the benefits are you're just getting that, you know, when you're running a group, you don't want people to be in the group and not know who's running the group. You want it, You are the host of the group. You are the person that's building it. You are the authority. You're the person providing the content, providing the information. So the benefit really, Andrew, is just people are going to know who you are, which is pretty much the whole point of why you'd have a group. You want to have a group to have a community of people that you give value to, that you connect with, you know, that you can help and you can build value to them. And in the back of that, they, they, they're going to want your products and services. You know, it's really simple. So you want to use that Can make sure you do make that connection. It will be valuable for you. Um, so Casey's asked, any catchy taglines that communicate the message for my business? Okay, so uh, Casey's message for her business. I did ask if anybody wanted to contribute. I don't think I've seen anything in the comments yet. But if you've got something, Katie, make sure you, you post it in there. Um, Katie wanted to communicate that her business essentially takes either your brief, your vision, or your combined vision with Katie and transfers that into a design that will come alive. And if that design comes alive from the paper to actually walking into it, you know, that's a massive wow for people. And that's really what she wants to really wants to communicate. So this is the thing when it comes to branding, whether it's taglines or it's company names, it's always easier if you can just say what you do. <laughs> you know, if you can say what you do in a way, it doesn't have to be rhyming. It doesn't have to be, you know, it doesn't have to be slow. It doesn't have to be cheesy. We want to very clearly articulate what we do. So if what you do is, you know, make design come alive, your, ta- your tagline will be making design come alive or making your vision a reality. Whatever it might be, you're going to tell people what you're going to do for them. And literally you want to look at, so you can look at it from two ways. So you can look at it from what you think you do, which will be one aspect, okay, which is a, which is a good way to look at it because you want to get clients that resonate with what you're going to provide them. But the other thing that I would do is I would speak to your existing clients I'd speak to the people that you've worked with and I would say to them, what did we deliver for you? What result did we get you? You know, what was the thing that delighted you the most? And actually I would ask them and if they say, well, and I promise you that something will come out of that conversation that goes, right, I've got it. That's it. Because what you've got to understand is that you are in service, service industry and when you're in the service industry, the service industry is about results. So my answer to you is, what result do you... So you've asked the question, I'll ask you a question back, right? 
and usually I don't, usually it's a straight answer, but I, I want to ask you a question back and, you know, what is the real result that you create for people? Not the result that you think you create, the actual result that you deliver. What is the result that you deliver? And what is the result people tell you that you deliver? And if you can get that, you will create something that quickly articulates your message, that resonates with other people, and that makes an impact and actually helps people to make decisions. Because at the end of the day, your branding, your slogan, your tagline, it's all about creating that relationship that helps people to make, make decisions and gets them to understand what they're getting from that transaction, right? So that's what I'd be looking to do, KT. Go and talk to some of your clients. Ask what result was delivered. Don't just try and come up with something cheesy and that's like rhymes or like some slogan. It's not, not what it's all about. What it's all about is how do you communicate what your service does for people? How do you communicate the value you deliver? How do you communicate the result you deliver? How do you communicate the success you deliver? We can nail that. We're doing very, very well. So that would be my advice to you tonight, Katie. Susan, how do you know when you've won? Well, that's a better question, my dear. I think she's trying to trip me up there. <laughs> right. This is the thing. The way I'll answer that question because it's a serious question, right? I think that how do you know when you've won? The way that I, I, I one of the, somebody that coached me many years ago got me to write my objectives for, for every year in business. What are the objectives? Where do we want to get to? Okay. And that's something that I do. And not only do I do it every year, I track it every month and I write down every month what my objectives are. And I make sure I complete my objectives. That's just part and, and, and parcel of the practices, the things that I practice. And then I look at the end of the year and I'll see if I won the game for that year. Okay. And that's how I, I operate. Now, you might want to formulate a longer plan, an exit plan. The problem is, what's going to happen in five, seven, ten years with technology, you just don't know. So I, I like to plan year to year. And I like to meet my objectives over the course of a year because I find it very, very achievable. And I always know if I've won that year. I always know whether I've met and achieved my objectives. Sometimes my objectives are mammoth. Sometimes my objective depend on the year are not mammoth, right? Sometimes, sometimes it's about turning things around. Sometimes it's about tearing things down. Sometimes it's about doing things differently. But you, you look at your objectives and you look at whether you've won on that year and then you start the year um, which was a, a principle taught to me by one of my coaches, Marco, with, with zero-based zero thinking. And zero-based thinking is, right, new year, new goals, new targets, new opportunities, new playing field, new game, what we're doing this year. And literally, you'll find that, you know, when in doing that, your growth, your energy, your motivation, your inspiration will just continue to be there and you'll continue to get fabulous results. So I hope you find that very, very helpful. <laughs> and, so, and Sarah's but when you're running your business from Corfu. Hey everybody, Adam here and I hope you loved today's episode. Hope you thought it was fabulous and if you did, I'd like to ask you a small favour. Could you jump over and go and give the podcast a review? Of course, I'll be super grateful if that is a five-star review. We're putting our all into this podcast for you, delivering you the content, giving you the secrets and if you've enjoyed it, please go and give us a review and talk about what your favorite episode is perhaps. Every single month, I select someone from that review list to come to one of my exclusive academy days and have lunch with me on the day, meeting hundreds of my clients. So if you want that to be you, then you're going to be in with a shout if you go and give us a review on iTunes. Please, of course, do remember to subscribe so you can get all the up-to-date episodes. Peace and love, and I'll see you very, very soon. Thank you.